Alright everybody, welcome back once again to the lab. It has been a few weeks now since uh, we've been able to sit down and turn out another episode, but here we are. Uh, first weekend of September, Labor Day weekend. Mm -hmm. We've been off the air for a few weeks now. Yeah, like four weeks. Yeah, life got in the way. Unfortunately, we were unable to sit down and uh, chit-chat. However, today we got a, uh, a bit of a break and yeah. a nice hard reset. Yeah, because um, remember when I was sick? Uh, like yeah, how could I forget? Yeah, the last episode we did, I probably sounded totally different than I do now. So. Yeah, she was, uh, we didn't know she was going to make it, but she pulled through. Uh, Kate Holiday, Ryan Rivers here with the lab, where we dig in and dissect to a wide variety of topics, all sorts of different stuff, most of it driven by uh, your request. And the way we get those requests is you email theweeklylab at gmail.com, and we'll give you a shout out. If you're listening over shortwave radio out of Miami, Florida with WRMI, we'll send you a QSL card. Get that in the mail to you, and uh, if you're listening on iTunes, shoot us that email. Let us know that you uh, like what we're doing. If you hate it, let us know that too. We can change stuff around. Uh, give us some topic suggestions so that we have something to go off of on the next show. Uh, we try to do it every weekend. However, um, like I said, this last month has been a little bit rough, but mm -hmm. here we are. Um, we left off, if I remember correctly, talking about the subject of reincarnation. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have any of my notes from last week, or uh, last month, rather. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just off the top of my head, I'm remembering uh, the Hindu religion and a little bit of Buddha, mm -hmm. Buddhist as well, and their beliefs in reincarnation. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was the Jainas, uh, Jainism religion that doesn't even like take steps when they walk if they're like diehard fans or believers in reincarnation because they're afraid they're going to crush an ant that might be their uncle or something like oh, that yeah um forgot about that a lot of them wear masks this is pre-pandemic or whatever they're calling a pandemic anymore mm -hmm. um they wore masks just so they wouldn't like inhale any type of bugs or microorganisms because you could be eating your relative yeah something like that like they, <laughs> they really go overboard with it which is hey whatever yeah. Um, so anyway, that's kind of where we left off. Um, I'm going to hand it over to you because I know you have a, um, it may be the most famous story of reincarnation. Yeah. And it took place, um, I didn't really uh, research it, but it was like in Europe or something, right? Yeah, in the 50s. In the 1950s, and we are in Europe here. So World War II has come to an end. Everybody's in the happy day moment uh, here. So uh, what went on over there? Who was this and uh, and what events unfolded? Yeah, so we did touch on this as well on the last show, but we said we were going to get into like the full story of the Pollock sisters. Um, now, this is a story of possible reincarnation, where if you look it up, there's no real scientific evidence of reincarnation. You could never right. say for sure this is what happened with these young girls. Um, but like you said, it's probably one of the most popular... Um, stories that have leaked and gotten out about the possibility of reincarnation. Yeah. Uh, so in 1957, two twin sisters, Jacqueline and Joanna, were killed in a car accident. Okay. Um, so their parents, obviously grief-stricken, they ended up having kids again, and ironically, it was two girls. Two twins twin girls. Again? Yep. So you got double twins here. Yeah. Back-to-back -back twins. So that's interesting in the first place. Um, but... They were the parents were convinced that they were reincarnated as their sisters, the ones that had passed away. Okay. So one was even like had the same markings on her face as uh, one of the sisters that had passed away. They were recalling things that they shouldn't have known. Um, like obviously the parents lost their daughters at a young age, so 
they were in a situation where they didn't really touch any of their stuff mm-hmm. or kept some of the things like their play toys, their stuffed animals, things like that. And like the girls were calling out the names that their sisters would call their stuffed animals or like, oh, that used to be my favorite toy. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, you've never seen this toy before. Ooh. Yeah. So um, the husband was more convinced than the wife at the time. Like when she was pregnant, he was he just kept telling her like, oh, I have these this feeling that you know these girls are going to be just like our other girls and the mom was like okay like at first and then um i mean there was two what is kind of weird about this is there was no history of twins you know how twins are like genetic no oh well a lot of families yeah a lot of families who have twins like if those kids grow up and have kids there's a higher probability of them having twins is that true yes Hmm. it's like a known it's a known fact bro i didn't know that um and there was no history on either the mom or the dad's side of twins and now they've had two consecutive pairs of twins Hmm. both female so it's not like they were um and i'm pretty sure they were identical twins they weren't the uh twins that like are boy and girl and they just happen to be born at the same time but they don't really eternal twins if you will yeah so they don't look identical they had two sets of identical twins, and there was no history of that in their family at all. Ain't that right? Paternal are the ones that don't look alike, and maternal are the ones that do? Fraternal? Paternal? Paternal? Paternal. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I, I should have done research before I'm in here rambling. <laughs> it's all good. Um, while the twins were identical, the pair had different birthmarks, which cons- is considered highly unusual. So when you're identical, it's like literally, I've seen I've seen twins that have like a birthmark in the same exact spot. That's or so weird. Like an impurity or something in impurity. the same spot. Impurity. What does that mean? Well, I mean, just like I don't know. It's hard to say. An I went imp- to school. Impurity. Well, I, not not really an impurity. What do you call it? Um, like I went to school with these two really tall, blonde, identical twins, but like one had a birthmark or like a an impurity on his cheek like a mole on her cheek and the other one didn't but they were identical ah so they just had like small differences um so jennifer and jacqueline are the ones that were born after their sisters mm-hmm. um and jennifer had a small birthmark on her left hip which mimicked oh i'm sorry jacqueline was one of the first sisters jennifer was one of the second there's so many j's which is weird too they named them Jillian and Jennifer, the second ones. Ooh. And Jacqueline and Joanna were the first set. Oh, snap. So Jennifer had a birthmark that mimicked one that Jacqueline had on her left hip. Uh, also had a birthmark on her forehead, which was similar to a small scar that Jacqueline had in the same spot. So apparently Jennifer mimicked Jacqueline, her deceased sister, the most. Yeah. Seems um, like it. Yeah. So there's a lot of... To get into kind of like the idea behind reincarnation, I know that there's like a couple, quote, doctors or scientists, and I say quote because I don't really know what their doctorate's in or if they're like medical doctors or anything, Mm -hmm. but there are people that have studied the concept of reincarnation, and they say that it mostly occurs in children up until the age of six. And then after that, they're not reincarnated anymore? No, because what they say is that they're born with the memories of whoever they're reincarnated of, but then... They were like, well, you reach an age of five to six where the average human is able to recall memories. So, like, do you remember things you did when you were one years old? Absolutely. Everybody does. No, you don't. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, they're saying that these people, these children, remember things of the person they're reincarnated of up until five or six, and then they stop talking about it. Well, yeah, I guess. Okay. But, like, 
Have you ever hung out with, like, kids or toddlers or babies or whatever? I mean, I try not to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. When they do something, everybody's like, oh, wow, look. So-and-so used to do that. And it's like, he's a baby. Cool. He took a step. Like, that's what he's supposed to do. Why are you guys so excited? Yeah. So, like, what at what degree does it become, oh, he's a reincarnation of so-and-so versus he's doing what every baby does? Right. Well, I guess that's where it comes into play with this story specifically, not only the body markings that they had. Um, like, that's a little different, sure. Right. So, the other part of this is, like I said, they started, like, recounting toys that they used to play, and I say used yeah. to, if it was the other sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, they also went to a park that was nearby their house. They had never taken the second set of twins there. And they said that they, the pair seemed to know their way around the playground without even seeing it. Like, they knew where their, like, favorite slide was. They knew where they liked to play. Things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then, yeah, it says here, likewise, the twins were also able to identify their late sister's toys by name. Wow. So, uh, the mom had stored the late girl's toys out of sight. The twins started to ask for certain toys back. Ooh. So, in fact, it was almost as if the twins remembered the toys as their own. So... They put their toys away finally, and the girls were asking them by name. Like, hey, I need Mr. Snuggles. And she's like, you don't have a Mr. Snuggles? She's like, yeah, I do. It's up in that box over there. That's freaky. Would you say that's where you kind of say, okay, maybe this is reincarnation, if it's something they never even heard of? Well, I mean, reincarnate, I don't believe in that, so that doesn't, like, scream to my mind. Yeah. To be honest. Like, something supernatural, sure. But reincarnation, no, not really. Yeah. That's just me personal. I mean, other people obviously have different beliefs, and that's fine. Um, But no, that would be like a squirrel running across the backyard, and they're like, oh, look, that's so-and-so. And Hmm. And it's like, what? Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah, or they heard their friends say their toy was called that, and they're like, oh, I bet I have one too, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Because that's one of the things that the doctor... I forget his name, Dr. Thomas, I think, who has studied a lot of these cases, like over 2,500 cases, apparently. Of alleged reincarnation? Yes. Yeah. Um, but he, he goes off of things like, do the kids watch a lot of television or play video games, or could they be influenced easily by like an outside source talking right. about that? And the then parents, he, especially. He, and then he also studies the parents to see if they come across as credible. So they are like, are they feeding their kids a line of BS? Like, oh, say this so we can... like get noticed or something like that so he does study that but this is kind of another weird turn that these two girls took um their mom florence had like eavesdropped on them outside of their room Mm -hmm. and heard them playing with their toys and it was basically they they were playing with toys at one point and they seemed to be reenacting the car accident Mm. that their sisters died in and this is a quote so she heard um Somebody, one of them, I think it was Jennifer, one of the twins, saying, the blood's coming out of your eyes. That's where the car hit you. Like, specifically, she said, that's what the girl said. And which was consistent with how that daughter died. Well, you know, kids say the darnest things. Yeah, <laughs> the blood's coming out of your eyes. So darnest <laughs> things. Um, but it just kept happening and happening where it was just small little things like that. So, um I mean, this has been considered, this story specifically has been cited as, like, quote, proof of reincarnation. Sure, they say it's proof. However, like, right right away, like, what I would have to say is, and I feel bad saying this, but, like, being in the medical field, I -hmm. think I've learned to... (sighs) Discredit a lot of stuff? Yes. I don't want to say I expect the worst in everybody. Yeah. But I... 
I have a high index of suspicion. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So, like, how much of this is legit versus how much of it is the parents wanting their children back? How much of it... Just imagining. How much of it is made up? How much of it is this truth is stretched a bit? Right. Um, Yeah, you got to wonder, especially in, like... I think we mentioned this in the last show about, like, them in the grieving period. Like, of course they want to find comfort in their situation. But I, I think... In that story specifically, there seems to be a lot of coincidental things that... If it's true. Yeah, right. I mean, well, is, there docu- I mean is there proof of it? Well, I mean, they were studied and things like that. So I don't know if anybody else witnessed these things. I mean, right. I, I'm sure people did see, like, the birthmark and the scratch or the scar sure. or things I mean, like if you that. had, like, a tape recorder going in your house and you could, like, pick up what the kids were saying, that would give it a lot more credit than mom and dad are saying oh this is what my daughters are doing here publish my story yeah i don't uh, know i don't know their parents could have been holding up cue cards yeah for all we know <laughs> i have no idea it just depends on how far their parents are willing to go but they do claim that they didn't talk about their deceased sisters until they were older hmm. and they kept making connections to them and saying like oh this is where sister joanna whatever blah 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 this was her favorite toy maybe it's true Maybe it is. Maybe I don't know. Is. I mean, that's maybe that's saying. something else supernatural that was there to give the parents comfort. Maybe. You know, created by an outside force. Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned this in the last show, but there was a young boy that was born in Seattle in '91. Um, his name I'm gonna totally screw this up. Sonam Wangdu. Yeah. Was that uh, Hispanic? No, I don't Canadian? think so. No, he looks like a little Buddhist. He looks like a Buddhist. He does. Look at him. He's like in a little shawl thing. All right. So what did Sodu Wangdu up to? Um, when he was two years old, apparently he realized that he was actually the fourth reincarnation of the original Tibetan Lama. Oh. Uh, At two years old. I think I've heard stories like that. Okay. So uh, the realization was a culmination of a number of signs that had been accumulating since before the boy was even born. Mm-hmm. Uh, these included the visions of his mother. And her own llama. So what does llama mean? It says the Tibetan word for guru. Yep. Um, as well as the words of the third reincarnation of um, that same llama. Uh, gosh. Des Hung. I'm going to mess up these names so bad. That's what the guy was called. Um, who in- apparently informed his acolytes in 1987, which is the year he died, that he was, quote, going to be reborn in Seattle. I guess that's documented somewhere that he specifically said, I'm going to re- be reborn in Seattle. And this kid was born, what, four years later? Mm. So um, in 96, so five years after he was born, um, he only answered to the name, uh, I, I'm not even going to try and say this. but No, it, go ahead, sound it out. Trulkula. Ah. Tr- yeah, which means reincarnation. Um, but he left when he was five his family to be raised by monks. That's what it was. And uh, he was studying Tibetan Buddhism in Nepal. Um, And then he eventually became the head of a monastery there. And basically he just lived the same life that this guy lived before him. And apparently if he's the fourth reincarnation of this guy, people claim that it's happened three times before him. So whatever happened to that kid? uh, I don't know. Because if you look at who the Dalai Lama is today and you look at his story... Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's interesting if it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to offend any Buddhist out there. Well, they followed up with him in 2016. Uh-huh. Um, 
So he'd been doing this whole reincarnation travel and like living this guy's life for the past 20 years. And I guess they asked him uh, how long he was going to stay in Nepal for. And he just said, um, I'm just going to stay here a long time and for lots of time. Whatever that means. Um, it's kind of a generic answer. The boy is now in his 23rd year of life as the fourth reincarnation. Hmm. So he's still living in Nepal doing all the monk stuff that this guy used to do apparently. Um, that's another famous story just because it's been recreated four different times apparently. Um, but I just still feel like it is one of those things like, yes, it gets to a point where it can, where do you draw the line as far as like how many coincidental things happen? Like the Pollock sisters, I feel like now that story on that young boy, I don't have that much information on. I just thought it was interesting that they claimed it happened three times prior to that. Yeah. But with the Pollock sisters, I feel like they're, if it's true, like you said, there were too many coincidental things that happened to kind of deny it at that point, even though you, I mean, not everything you can scientifically prove anyways, so it doesn't really matter, but I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. So like the, uh, the current Dalai Lama, if you look at his story and how he was confirmed to be the uh, reincarnated Buddha or whatever they call it over there, mm -hmm. the leader, like, apparently this kid, um, whenever these Buddhists showed up at his mom's house, they asked to speak with him, and this kid immediately, like, without even, with zero training, apparently, he was able to speak their language, even though he was a child. He had never been exposed to that language before, but he was able to converse with them. Um, apparently, they showed him some possessions that the last Dalai Lama owned, mm -hmm. and told him, if you're the true Dalai Lama or whatever pick out the uh, possessions that were owned by the, you know, your predecessor or whatever, and he was able to select the correct ones out of a certain amount of things, or, um, I don't know. Who knows if it's true? Yeah. Who knows? Right. And so this other article that I was looking at, because I wanted to just Google or, like, or look up, is there any scientific proof of reincarnation? Like, has it ever been proven somewhat at all on a scientific level? Um so worldwide, there have been more than 2,500 cases that have been studied. So, the, but the catch here is, is like you were talking about the specific religions that believe in reincarnation. A lot of these kids that were studied come from those types of cultures. Sure. So the same with the Pollock twins. Was it just because it is so deeply embedded in their culture that they look for things that aren't really there? And that's why they're said to believe in this stuff so wholeheartedly. And like a lot of these kids that claim to be the reincarnation of something. I mean, they, they're talking about these kids that have been studied. Um, a good number of these children have birthmarks and birth defects corresponding to the wounds on the body of their previous personality. Many have behaviors related to their claims of their former life. Phobias, attachments, just personality traits. Others seem to recognize people and places of his supposed previous life and some of their assertions have been made under controlled conditions mm. so i mean i guess that would be kind of like the dalai lama like picking out their possessions like oh that's mine you know yeah but to what you just said about um appearing with like pre-existing things from former religions that don't support reincarnation such as uh, like Christianity there's been several documented cases of people getting stigmata mm -hmm. and I'm sure you've heard of that before mm -hmm. yeah so um, where do you draw the line I mean I think in and this there's pictures there's like documentation the Catholic Church has like looked into it yeah documented it recorded it on video yeah so I don't know the 
things like this, reincarnation, stigmata, things like that are so far-fetched to me that I feel like unless I witnessed it myself, I would absolutely continue to be skeptical. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, even though this article says, like, oh, it was under controlled situations where they picked out people that the supposed person knew or something. Because there was another story of a little boy that was... um, waking up his mom all the time crying saying that he was so homesick he was so homesick and the mom was like what are you talking about like we've lived in this house ever since you were born Hmm. and uh i guess he was saying things about like being from hollywood or something and his mom went down to the local library and got like historical books of homes in like the hollywood hills and stuff like this and she sat with the boy and like flipped pages until she finally came across this house and the boy was like that was my house and like all this stuff, but it's like, how do you explain that? Like, do you think it's like a personality disorder or like? Well, I mean, was he able to pick out anything that existed in the house and I like have, describe it? I like, have no idea. Yeah, um, I don't know. But like, I just feel like that's just so. I think kids are odd, anyways, and like you said, there. I mean, there's shows that say like, oh, they say the darn things. They say whatever's on their mind. Like they have no filter when they're younger. Very true. And especially if you're going to talk about kids and toddlers at the age like five and six and below, like. They say some wacky things yeah. in general, but I mean, to have so many things like that line up, it's kind of hard to dispute, but at the same time, it's very difficult to believe. So even in mm-hmm. this article talking about like, it's a controlled situation, basically, I don't want to say they're like experimenting on humans, but in a way, <laughs> in a non-harmful way, they were because they were doing controls like you're supposed to do with scientific theory and trying to prove one thing or another, but... <sighs> I just feel like there's such an outside thing. Because unless you get the kid, like, right when they're born until they're five or six, when they just claim to stop talking about their previous life, how do you know that they weren't fed stuff or, like, showed videos or something? Because, like, I mean, as a kid, you're taking everything in and processing it. Yeah. So, I mean, I have no idea. Obviously, there's scientific studies. Excuse me, but it's not. Wow, it's that boring to you. No, I'm sorry. It's the weather. It's been overcast all day. It just makes me in a sleepy mood. But it's not scientifically proven. You know what I mean? Like, it's been tested, and it's a theory. And I don't think science is ever going to be able to prove that kind of stuff. Because I feel like if it is true, that's beyond our basic comprehension, just like stigmata. Like, you can't explain it. Mm. You're never going to be able to scientifically prove it or, like, wrap your mind around it. Sure. So, in your mind, yes or no, or maybe, do you think reincarnation is possible? possible because we did throw out the example on the last show i know it was like a month ago about the dogs Mm -hmm. and the same thing like we lost our dog yeah and obviously we try and find comfort but i will say that it's creepy how much ray acts like our previous dog sometimes for sure and there's he's never met him he's not a person so you can't like feed him a line somebody couldn't be like oh well dax used to do this you know like you can't talk to him and tell him how to do stuff that he used to do there's no explanation for that. Right. So maybe are you provided from an outside source, like you said, something for comfort? Could be. In those times. Could be. But I think that's different than reincarnation. Hmm. I don't feel like Dax is inside Ray. I don't think so either. No. Um, I think, too, it's me and possibly you trying to draw connections. Yeah. For our own comfort. Yeah. As well. Yeah. If I had to... Answer and that I, honestly. And I think, too, like you were talking about, the parents influence kids a lot. Yep. So we, I've made this joke a lot. Like, 
is Ray actually acting like Dax, or is it like, because I've asked Ryan, for those of you listening, like, are our dogs just weird? Like, even if a different family adopted them, would they still act as weird as they do, or is it or us? Or is it us? Yeah. And I think it's us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with families. You, you know, influence each other, even friends and acquaintances and things. Like, everybody plays a role in everybody's life, and it basically forms who they are. And I think that mm-hmm. is the same thing with pets, you know? Agreed. I mean, Agreed. we're not we're not weird. I mean, not personally or physically. Physically. But, you know what I mean? I just think that, that part plays such a huge role into it. And then when you're searching for those things in those people and animals and pets and yeah. bugs, I guess, if you believe in that kind of stuff. Because they don't want to inhale their aunt they, or uncle. Yeah, they don't want to have their cousin inside their lungs. Then to each their own, as I would say. You would say that. I do say that. Hmm. Well, but yeah. I don't know. Um, with that... We wrap out, uh, wrap out, wrap, wrap up. out. <laughs> <laughs> we wrap up reincarnation. Yeah. Um, we need a new topic. Yeah. We need a new topic. Um, thought about talking about casino stuff. Casino stuff, okay. Yeah. Um, we might do an episode on that next week. We might, I guess. I don't really know much about casinos, but sure. Yeah, we got some connoisseurs. There's a couple by our house. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, so theweeklylab at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Give us a topic that we can discuss. Yeah, I think those are my favorite, too, when it comes from you guys. So, Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been reading a book right now on the Navajo Code Talkers. Mm-hmm. More than happy to discuss that. But mm. that will just turn into a history lesson. And I will take a back seat on that one. It'll be the Ryan show. So, so unless you guys yeah. really want a history lesson on the Navajo Code Talkers and how they helped, you know, secure the ending of World War II. I mean, it is a pretty interesting story. It's a very interesting story. I'm reading this dude's first-hand account. He was an actual Navajo code talker. Hmm. And just the things he went through, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, yeah, it's amazing. Um, but I don't want to just monopolize the entire show for, for that. You know what? That's okay, because I feel like it's a strong part of our history, at least, in America. Well, and they're trying to erase history. We got to bring it back. Well, maybe. We got to bring it back. Take pride in your history. But anyway, shoot us an email, theweeklylab at gmail.com. If you're on shortwave radio listening to us, send us an email. We'll get you a QSL card in the mail. And hopefully, Mm -hmm. we'll see you next week.